Okay, anytime. Okay, it has been a very long time since we have had an episode of Theoretically Podcast. It's been over a year, I think, but we've had some life events and changes, um, such as new jobs, new houses, new relationships, priorities and such. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but we are back, and we are planning on sticking with it. That's right. You tell us, dude. Can't promise. I don't know. Do you want to promise one every week? Oh yeah. Every other week. Oh yeah. Every week. Easily, okay. it would be the biggest, the best. You'll never see a podcast like this ever again. <laughs> Fact check. Truth. Yeah. That was my Trump impression, by the way. That was. That was terrible. You could have at least done like the lips and like. I try to do the hands. I think it blurred out. My background. You gotta work. You gotta work on your background blur. Yeah, I do. It's rough. Actually, it catches your microphone sometimes. See, right there. Right there. Yeah. Caught your microphone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Episode five, six. It's five or something. I'm pretty sure it's six. Episode six. Because episode five was that debate that went wrong yeah. with the recording and the editing, which is very tragic. Um, which we ought to do that again sometime. Just yeah, that was actually really interesting. That was fun. Yeah. We just do more. We ought to just bring people on and debate about topics. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. And no matter if we agree or disagree, just argue with them. They could be like... Grass is green. I'd be like, no, actually. But how do we know color? You know. It is interesting. Like, we we've just been told our whole life that it's green. But. Yeah, you could. Why can't Why can't I call it yellow? The only way to know is to have a kid, and then just teach them that every color is a different color. And see how I it goes. I feel like that's a lot of unnecessary um, <laughs> um, stress to try to keep your kid in that box. Yeah, that um, would be. You know what always threw me off? And maybe we can get into this at a different time. But people that are colorblind. Mm-hmm. But how, how do they know? Like, let's say that, like, like, I don't know, maybe it changes with the lighting and stuff for them. I don't know. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, let's say someone, like, I think that, like, grays and blues may be mixed or something. People have struggled with that. Yeah. Well, if someone looks at something that's blue mm-hmm. um, or and they think it's gray and I call it blue and they just think that same shade is blue. So how, how would they not call it blue? Right. See what I'm saying? I do. I don't know. I mean, they figure it out somehow, I guess. I, I think though what would happen is with certain types of it you would so they see the same color as like the same thing. Like so they would they would call two different colors like green. And you'd be like, it's yellow. They're like, no or I don't know how it works, like the color blindness. But I figure after enough time of calling this color a different color, because it you know what I mean? Because they see a color that they can correspond to that actual color. It's just they call extra, th- you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's probably how they shade, figure the it shades kind of mix. Right. 
if they get close in shading, they could mistake it as green when it's actually yellow or vice versa. Yeah, I, actually, I knew an IT guy who was colorblind, and he had to deal with certain colored cords, cables, and at one point he was like, can you tell me which one of these is the green one or something like that? And I was like... I think like, ruined somebody's life. <laughs> I just thought about that, like, bomb. That like, a bomb. Yeah. Red or black. Which one do you go for? If you're in that situation, is it red or black? Which one are you doing? Well, red is positive, and I'm a positive person, so... I guess we're going with red. Okay. Red or green? <laughs> green. Green means go. Go ahead and cut the wire. I don't think so, man. I'm pretty sure well, they could do it on purpose to to throw you off. Like, you know, like, like on a car battery? So red is always positive. Yeah. Black is always brown, red is always positive. Yeah. Or, yeah. Negative. Um, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you always pull, you know, the red. Um, because that's, like, you could technically leave the ground hooked up and not do anything, but, like, you know, you pull the hot wire. So I guess if you're in that situation, you're going to cut red. If it's red and black. Now, if it's, like, red and blue, well, I don't know what you do with that one. Alright, that'll be a discussion for another time. Okay. Um, okay, so on this episode of Theoretically Podcast, we honestly are just going to... Um, read some articles. Blindly, huh? Read some articles. Yeah, we're going to sight-read some yeah. articles. Kind of like sight-reading music, except with articles, and we're just going to discuss it as we go through it. Um, and honestly, what I did was that my Google automatically just brings up trending um, articles or feeds or whatever. And so I just clicked on one I thought was interesting. Um, and so I haven't read it. I've just read the title. So we're going to kind of go through it and um, we'll see what happens. Let's do it. And then, all right, so the title of my article is Remote Workers Are Adopting a New Practice Called Body Doubling in Which They Watch Strangers Work Online. So, I'll go ahead. Do you want to uh, read the title of yours? And then I'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull it up. Hang on, switch it over. It says, oh, okay. uh, a guy says he had a, had a heart attack and went to hell in 2016. Here's what he saw. Which. I'm so excited sounds, to hear that one. Sounds incredible. I don't even know if I'll be able to comment on it. Um, okay, here we go. So, I'll start. This is on um, fortune.com. Um, I want to be transparent and all this to take full credit or put credit where credit is due. 14. Um, okay, so body doubling. Um, body doubling helps some ADHD workers be more productive and provides lonely workers with a sense of community. Um, Nicole... Oh, I need to put name. Well, it's in an article, so I guess I can do it. Nicole Anya... 24, goes live on TikTok for about five hours every day, all while juggling her full-time job as a data analyst. You might wonder, like, 19, like a 1960s infomercial narrator, how does she do it all? The answer, she's doing both at the same time. I was time. not thinking that, by the way. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, wait, there's more. Whoa. How does it do it all? Um... She's a mother. <laughs> the answer, she's doing both at the same time, live streaming herself, working from home to an audience ranging from hundreds to thousands of viewers. 
She usually starts work at 9 a.m. and goes live for an hour later. Anya's TikTok live videos, which she calls Work Alone Together, have earned her 100,000 plus followers. She has, okay. she has an aesthetic desk set up with ambient music, and she stops working from time to time to answer questions in her comments section from viewers who work alongside her. So, I guess she's like live streaming a, like, while she works. Well, well, yeah, while she works, but people that are watching her are, are also working. working. Yeah. Remotely. So they're That's working cool. together, but remotely. Apart, yeah. But apart. They're working but together. But 100,000 followers? Jeez. That's a lot. That's actually a good idea, though. Now, now that you read it, it sounded stupid when they were like body doubling. That sounded yeah. dumb, but that's that's actually not a bad idea. I can see where that yeah, would work. It's actually kind of smart, yeah. Because you, cause I, I you would get well, you would get lonely being where I I have worked from home and I don't I think it gets it gets kind of like bleh after a while. I don't know, man. I think I'd rock it. I think I'd love it, and I think I'd rock it. Well, um, it's a, yeah. For me, that was a weird mix of like. Uh, it's cool until you're like, oh, I want to go like, like, oh, I'll just go work out real quick. And you're like, but if you have a job where you have to kind of stay tied or around, you know, you, or you feel sort of like you have to be at your computer. It's, mm -hmm. it, it was weird for me. I kind of got to a point where I was like, man, I wish I could just like go talk to somebody oh, in the yeah. office about something. You know what I mean? You just Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Which, what I find interesting... <laughs> Different about that. I've never had the luxury to work to work remotely. I know you did for those couple weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um. I have family members that work remotely. Um. I've never had to because of um. I, I don't have that kind of job. But um. With the weird thing about this is like I get it because you're like working. You know, you're trying to make that connection. Like, you have your camera up while you're working remotely, and someone else is working remotely on the other side and you're kind of doing it together but their camera isn't on so like yeah it's not like it's not like weird. a zoom call where like me and you are in like a zoom or whatever and we're like talking about work and we're answering emails and we're like hey man can you take care of this yeah sure you know like we're, like, we're physically talking to each other this is just setting up your phone and clicking the live stream and then just going and like you have comments rolling but if you're working you can't really like read the comments and reply back I mean, maybe she, yeah. I know she just says that she breaks to do that, but like, it's not it's not interactive in that way. It's not, you know. Yeah, I don't. It's just having that live stream up makes me feel better. Like if I'm working yeah. lonely, I feel lonely, and I look over and I see this. I'm watching this person, the other person work remotely, and it's like it makes me feel like she's there with me. Yes. <laughs> but like. That could get creepy. Yeah. I mean, you see what I'm saying? I do. I think that's interesting, though. I think it's like. That has some, there's some of the psychology of it because I, I know, have you heard, I mean there's YouTubers that do well, like watch parties with a lot of these shows that come out, like with okay. Star Wars and things I've oh. seen where, where they they watch it, they, they're live while they watch it and everyone's like in the chat and so um, you know, I've never joined one but like I know a lot of people do and I've, I've watched some like after the fact, gone back and like watched what it was like and I can see where it'd be kind of interactive. Like you still feel like it's that weird sort of celebrity thing where like you still feel like you know that person. 
yeah, even though they don't know you. In the room with them. Yeah. Which is the interesting thing about podcasts in general, because like you feel like that you're in the conversation with them, like you're in the room, you're listening. You know, even though you right. can't talk back, you know, to them, you still feel like you know them. Exactly. But, um, I don't know. I feel like a watch party is a little bit different because like you still have at least something in common. Like you're watching, well, at least you're, that, at least you're I mean, watching. It's a good comparison, actually, because it's not like if you have a watch party, um, let's say it's about Star Wars, and you have your Star Wars pulled up on your TV, um, and you're also listening in on this watch party. Well, you can't talk to them on your laptop while you're watching it, but you can hear their commentary while you're watching it, and you're, you know, I mean, I guess you could go over and type, and then the whatever, channel. but it's not like they're going to read every single one of them. Right. I don't know, man. This it's it's an interesting psychology, man. The way the way yeah. people kind of need community, you know. The fact that there's a hundred thousand people who, you know, are tuning into that kind of thing is interesting. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, I can keep going on this. Um, oh yeah. I don't know how long? I don't know how long it is. Probably I should have proofread it. I don't know. Okay. Um, what are you talking about? Going to hell. I don't know, man. That's kind of what takes the point out of it. Um, the, you know, sight, sight reading. Um, Anya's body doubling or parallel working. A new term. Parallel working. Okay. A new term uh. or an old strategy. Doing work in the presence of others. Traditionally done in the same room, the trend is now taking over TikTok Live and Zoom. And remote work leaves many people struggling to concentrate or looking for a community. Okay, I can. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. I actually, okay, yeah. You're, you're convincing me a little bit. Yeah, dude, I, I, I would do that. I probably would be the type of person that would be good with that. I guess it's no different than like putting on a podcast because I know somebody. We know somebody who's an accountant. And <laughs> he, just, he, he just like he crunches numbers all day, but he sets up like a podcast. Like Joe Rogan or um, right and rolls with it or something like that. It might be a two and a half hour podcast, but he's got it rolling in front of his computer, and he's still getting his work done. But he's like listening, and I guess it makes him feel probably makes him feel kind of makes the day go by faster. He's also learning. Yeah, you feel more productive. Interesting information from yeah. So I guess it's on the same level, you know. Um, Yeah, watching someone work on a laptop. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, yeah. Well, cause me and Emily will do that sometimes. So like, we'll, we'll FaceTime, and we've done that before. I'm at work and she's doing some homework or something, and um, you kind of sit in silence since you don't really say much sometimes, but you're here and there, or whatever. But uh, it's a kind of a weird. You get a weird zone when you know you're with someone who's also in a zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even you if kinda, it's virtually. Yeah, you know, it's virtually. It's like this weird, like dynamic of like getting something done you know together mm-hmm. so yeah I, I feel I, it is it, it does do that I've experienced that gotcha I'm with you alright um to some watching someone work on a laptop might seem as boring as watching paint dry this is my first reaction when we read the uh, title and others might find it unsettling considering the workers are strangers but with more people struggling with ADHD and loneliness epidemic and a loneliness epidemic, body doubling is seen as a way to. I like that term. Is a way is seen as a way to 
sewage both conditions is that how you say that a s s u a g e i feel like a s s u a g e a sewage a sewage Someone's gonna make so much fun of me for that. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, people with ADHD sometimes struggle with self directed attention, self restraint, and other processes, says Allie K. Campbell, who hosts live ADHD co working sessions every Thursday on TikTok for her 88,000 followers. The stranger in body doubling serves as an unbiased, accountable other, as in quotations, other than other that helps one to get out of their personal struggles explains Campbell. She adds that it has completely changed the game for her productivity and that of other people with ADHD she's worked with. Huh. Uh, we Doing the Lord's work. I guess, man. I don't know. I just I didn't not have made that connection first so I guess shame on me in a way I guess but I don't understand you're so I guess selfish I, I get it I get it but like if I'm an accountant and this other person is a data analyst uh, yeah that's what they data said data analyst IT specialist customer service um, you know like a, a lot of customer service reps are remote now yeah I know you're both working remotely but you're not like Nah, well, customer service reps, dude, they're all watching YouTube. If they work from home, bro, customer service reps are on Facebook. <laughs> they, they're not. Yeah. They're not watching. Yeah, they're that. not taking calls. They might be watching a podcast. They might listen to JRE. Yeah. They're not doing that. But I could see, though, if you had a community, though, of other data analysts working from home. Yeah. That would act. All, like, zoomed you, together. You, or right. You could actually have, like, legit questions about, like, yeah, professionally, that could be helpful. Hmm. I was kind of trying to read forward because this is a decently long article. Yeah, well, we can. I, mean, I guess I could do the whole thing, but it kind of yeah. spins off and comes we, back. We around. can just speculate on what I think it says by the end of it. She's a hero. Probably says that somewhere. Well, it just it talks about her for a little bit. Um, mm. It's the plug. She offers some kind of course or something. Oh, I don't know. Um, just guessing. Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> at the core, accountability. When you have someone you're sharing goals with, you're more likely to achieve them. Says Alicia Navarro, CEO of Flown. I don't know what Flown is. Me neither, anyway. but motivational. Yeah, um, a company. Oh, here we go. A, a company that hosts Zoom body doubling. Oh, that's literally what they do. Can't right, change that from term. The University of East London on 101 flown members. On a, I guess 101 flown members um, found a majority indicated an above average impact on focus, 96% and productivity, 94%. Um, if you observe a whole screen of people focusing and working, it's much easier for your own nervous system to calm down and to almost subconsciously mirror those positive behaviors, the borough says. I believe that. I buy that 100%. It's called catching a vibe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it, you know. Um, you ever caught a good vibe? 
Oh yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the groove. Sorry, I was. All right, here we go. So body doubling um, addresses a need for community, which you know what I do. I do. It's convincing me more, um, because I do feel like um, if you did work remotely, and then as soon as you logged off, you're in your home or apartment by yourself, and you already have food in here, so like you just fix yourself dinner whatever it is and then what you just chill and do your yeah just go back to sleep the rest of the evening yeah and then until you go to sleep you know whether that's watch tv or i guess you could go to the gym but even when you go to the gym like you see people but everyone's got their headphones on they're focusing they're not yeah the majority of the time you're not interacting with people a whole bunch at the gym you could if you tried to but you know what i'm saying right so even if you like went to a gym or if you went you know something like that um, I guess that, uh, or a yoga class, or I don't know, a, a poet. What do you call the, the uh, yeah? What do you call the the poem? Uh, like the open mic, but with poetry. Open mics or something like that, you know. But even then, like I, I, I would arguably say that those aren't every night, you know, like a open mic poem thing or whatever, or or a um, open mic comedy or music or something that's not every single night so you know even if you had something like scheduled like that in the afternoons um you know you may go do that thing for an hour or two and then you come back and you're alone again in your apartment you go to sleep and you wake up and you do it again you know and you're just kind of you're alone for like 23 hours in a day <laughs> you know yeah and you don't if you don't have a community or a church or something that you're involved in that gets you out of the house or gets you with other people or interacts you with other people i can see where this can be um beneficial making you have a sense of community um and i guess in a way that's what social media was intended for was that you could follow and connect with people i mean that is spreading a socialist propaganda but whatever what? i said i guess that and spreading socialist propaganda but whatever I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But I guess that's why I said the idea, yeah. or one of the ideas of social media was that you would connect with people that are, have the same interests as, as you. And I think that's part of the reason that, like, you know, it people are so that is that could be a reason people are so like um, addicted in a way to social media and the next thing, and you yeah. know, you feel like that you may know this person um, that you've never met before on social media you know just because you share the same interest so I guess yeah. it gives you like a sense of like connection but um I reckon anyway. that's true yeah and let's see what it says body doubling also feels a need for friendship that working from home can't always deliver these days friendships seem harder to come by Many Americans lost friends during the pandemic. Maybe. Um, per the Survey Center on American Life, and during a remote environment, work friends, which can provide a boost in happiness, can be more difficult to forge and require greater um, intentionality. I mean, yeah, you have to be intentional about, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, when I leave work, I don't usually hang out or talk to my coworker, you know. But, of course, while you're at work, you know, it gives you a sense of friendship and community, you know, at work. Um, yeah. 
It's weird, because it's like, if I saw them out, I'd be okay talking to them, it's not a problem. But I'm not inviting them anywhere, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Um, hang on, they touch on hybrid work right here, which I've heard is very good. Yeah, yeah, it probably is for the for the one percent for all the rich people to keep you no, enslaved to your job. Work. What? Some people, some people offer hybrid work. Yeah. Class. Yeah. Throw me a bone. You know, going to going to the office three days a week. Yeah. Can't pay for healthcare? Ah, just take a couple days off. Be fine. Go home. Um, alright, it's another way, it's, an, it's another way in which body doubling is like a co-working space, Camus says. With many other workers now on hybrid schedules, offices weren't really doing their job. I think it started for the same reason that a lot of things start. There was a group of people who felt like they weren't getting their needs met. And once they found a tool that helped them to get those needs met, it caught on, Campbell says, of body doubling. There's one testimony from Flown, regular, indicates um, being primarily home-based and single parenting, I love the social aspect. Yeah. <clears throat> Navarro yeah. says her sessions create a sense of community and help. Um, attendees alleviate loneliness. People crave human connection. She says, "Well, of course they do. You know, yeah. that's another good example. You know, if you're trying to single parent, um, as soon as you clock out, you're going straight to the kids, and that's all you do for the rest of the evening." You know? Yeah, no, that seems, it seems like honestly seems like a great thing, but it also seems like I I I don't know how real it is. Is it like a, you know what I mean? Like, can you be can you somehow become dependent on something like that? Because that would be bad. Because it's not real in your life. On it. Yeah, you know what I mean? If it was like something like that. But I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know because of that. You know, like you don't, probably don't want me to pin it on something, on some other random person. I mean, you should probably find something a little more, a little more that, that's, that's actually kind of real, you know, to life. How, um, how, how, uh, how, how do you think how this has increased the, uh, Sliding in the DMs, um, you know, wave era. The body doubling has increased yeah. it, maybe. Well, that could be what it is. It yeah, like, yeah. I could, I could be mistaken. No, no, no. I'm following you, bro. I'm following yeah. you. It sounds I, like this flown company, like you just get into like a webcam room. Yeah. With a bunch of other accounts. No, I'm following. And yes. Then, like, you know, it's just a place to me. Yeah. If you find this other person attractive, like, oh, we work, we work in the same area. Yeah. So I'm just going to slide right in the PM. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I, that's bound I, to happen. I could be wrong. No, I you're right. Wrong, but surely it's up to Anywhere you. people are at, that's happening. Mm. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? I think, I think people are made that way for some reason. And hey, man, you're online, so you can fake it. I mean... <laughs> what do they call it? Catfishing? Catfishing, yeah. Which is a funny term. It's a great term. <laughs> I'm not even sure exactly what it means. I don't know. Yeah, we should. I'm going to look that up. I want to finish the article, because it's almost done. Okay. Anya explains that she's been able to connect 
with others in a very in a in a way that reminds her of a college library or a study room with friends. She has people that show up every day now, and some become friends in her comment section. Um, I have my regulars. Or I have my regulars. It's pretty cool, she says. And now I'll have, and now I'll have like eight thousand people watching me in one live stream. That's absolutely bonkers to me. I would agree with you in that last statement, but. I, can, I get it. I, I, okay, I can see it. I can. I probably wouldn't do it. I can see it. Yeah, I don't like the term. Yeah, body doubling. I don't know how that they came up with that, but yeah. I can see the whole flown thing, the Zoom thing, but not with random people. Like, if we all worked for Company X and we were all in a chat room or in a Zoom room. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's yeah, sense. but like I don't maybe. see why I would need to connect with some account. I wouldn't really find the use in connecting with some accountant or somebody that's in Texas. You know. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think though. I think some of that though would. Because once you have people in your company, and you're like working with like around them, then you introduce in politics. Just naturally there's some level of like alright I'm being held accountable not because I really want to do this thing and really want to be productive but I gotta do it because if I don't this person's gonna know and I work with them and you know what I mean you don't know if they're gonna like be like oh this guy's lazy and you, people start thinking about stuff like that you know what I mean and it's just like and a lot of times with work a lot of these people too that work at home maybe they're lonely or whatever like you get in a zone of like you don't want to be you want to do the work just because you want to do the work, not because you feel like you're being made to. I feel like mm -hmm. if you were on a call with other people, like if your boss was on a call or something, you'd be like, oh my god. I feel like a lot of people would fall into that. And so I, th I think yeah. I think part of the reason it works, right, is because it's like, it's accountability, but it's there's no, um, there's no pressure. There's no politics with it, you know what I mean? But I don't know if the, the, the Zoom call at all would even matter. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like being on like a cam with somebody, but if like someone had like a cool personality and they were just vibing, and they were like just creating a vibe on their own, like yo, you know what I mean? Because I have the people I watch on YouTube and stuff that have like good, like they just you know what I mean? Their personality on camera makes you feel like shit's going on. So yeah, I I would vibe with that person. I'd, I'd, I'd join a live stream and be like, you know, working on a spreadsheet or something while they are doing whatever. I could see that. But only if the vibe's good. But if it turned into like this like a professional powwow, I'd be like, ah, get me out of that. Okay. Alright, I can see it. Now, I guess a lot of people vibe with this girl. Yeah. And uh, yeah. other people on, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. Me neither. Maybe. I've never worked remotely, so it's hard for me to say. But um, I, I can I can see where it's coming from. Because I mean, like even myself, like I don't cook, I don't clean, clean. I don't hey, tell walk me the what dog. it means. <clears throat> I don't walk the dog without podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. If an interview, Same. a podcast, or something is is going on in my ear. Um, when I'm doing those things, laundry, um whatever, you know, fill in the blank. Um, 
I mean, I've, I've always got it going on. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I can see it. Um, but it'd have to be like a really good vibe for me to commit to a live stream. Yeah. You know. I get that. Because they're not entertaining me, they're just there. That'd be like, uh, like I have the camera rolling, and then you were just sitting there watching me, and I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, at some point that'd be kind of boring, I think. But and that's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess you'd have to work at home for a while and see how it mentally psychs you out or not. To you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess that maybe that's the point. I don't know. Okay, it, it's convinced me a little bit. Well, it's a good article writing. Where I understand it. I understand. And if that's people's vibe, go for it. I don't care. Free country. Do it. Do what helps you, man. Whatever helps you. Commit to it. Do it. That's right. If you're getting more productive, Nike. Just do it. Yep. Yep. Kinda. Alright. Your turn. <laughs> I've been talking too much. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying I feel like I know what you mean. Oh no, I know what you're saying, bro. <laughs> um, okay. A priest says he has a heart attack and went to hell in 2016. The details of his story are demonic, but don't discount this near-death experience. Okay. Um, bullet points. It says right. We'll see how I get. The bullet points are here. It says a priest. Says he briefly went to hell in 2016. He saw men walking like dogs and heard demons singing Rihanna songs. Ho oh, ho. Friends with the monster. Okay. Um, while many of the most publicized near death experiences are more positive than this journey to hell, negative NDEs also occur. Near death Negative near-death experiences also occurred. Okay. In 2016, a Michigan-based priest, Michigan-based priest named Gerald Johnson, suffered a heart attack. He says the near-death experience sent him somewhere. Okay. Took to TikTok to share his details of his traumatic traumatic story. Far from the kind of warm, bright light epiphany you might expect to hear from someone, temporary appears in the grip beyond. Quote. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, Johnson recounts in the viral video. I don't care what he did to me. No one deserves that. <laughs> okay. Um, Johnson says that immediately after his heart attack in February 2016, his spirit left his physical body and went down to hell, entering through the very center of the earth. Though he says... The things I saw there are indescribable. He did his best. Um, get to the good stuff, man. Yeah, hang on. Continue reading. <laughs> they got, got to get the clicks on the page. Okay. Johnson claims he saw men walking on fours like a dog, getting burned from head to toe. His eyes were bulging. And worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a hellhound, and there was a demon holding the chains. Wow. Also, Dude, could he, does it say he felt anything? It doesn't say that yet. We'll see. Oh, okay. It says he also heard music in hell, <laughs> including Rihanna's umbrella. 
and Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry Be Happy. Traditionally upbeat what? tunes. Only this time demons were singing the songs to torture people. Whoa. Don't worry. Is that one? Is that the song you're talking about? Yeah. Bobby McFerrin? Uh, yeah. That's insane. He says that the delicious NDE made him realize he needed to forgive people who had wronged him instead of hoping for their punishment. Okay, well, yeah. Maybe it sounds far-fetched to you, but scientists say that while many of the most publicized NDEs have a positive spin negatives, it certainly occurred to scientists say that they occur to? Okay, scientists. The experts just aren't entirely sure how or why, right? So they don't know, but scientists say it, so we should just be cool with it. Um, they aren't entirely sure how or why. Researchers, especially those from the International Association for Near-Death Studies, didn't know that was a thing, believes that NDEs most likely happen due to change in blood flow to the brain during sudden life-threatening events like a heart attack, blunt trauma, or even shock. If your brain starts losing blood and oxygen, the electrical activity within the brain begins to power down. Like a town that loses power, one neighborhood at a time, local regions of the brain go offline one after another. During an NDE, your mind is left to keep working, but without its normal operational parameters, whether simply an oxygen shortage, some sort of anesthesia, or a neurochemical response to trauma, as hypothesized, the NDE leaves those who experience it with real, sometimes traumatic memory. We may not know how that memory happened, and unlike Johnson and his trip to hell, victims may not want to recount it ever again, but it could change their life. That's interesting, that they're saying that as it's shutting down, um, you have, like, your brain creates that memory without all of its functions, so it seems super real. So it's almost like a weird sort of like dream. Yeah. What? That's the thing. That's that's what I was gonna bring up. I'm not. I don't want to deny what this guy's talking about. What he's saying. However, I've just like went to bed and had some pretty wild dreams that I could never come up with. That sounded like a dream, too. Is? It's yeah. What what we just read and described. Yeah. That did sound kind of like a dream. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Right, 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 right. And I think dreams is still one of those things that are like kind of like unknown. Like, you can't really explain how and why they happen. Like, why your brain yeah. does that. Mm -hmm. um, but... That's the thing. Could it be a little bit of both? Could it be a dream? But... And that happened inside of him. Like, no one else saw it happen. Yeah. You know? But he knows it happened, and this is what he saw, and it changed his perspective, changed his life. So it could be a little bit of both. Like it maybe was a dream, yeah. but maybe it was also like real in the sense that like he actually saw and felt that. Because what throws me off is I don't know. I mean I don't know how Satan works um, necessarily. I mean if he wanted to throw in Rihanna and uh, <laughs> don't worry, be happy, then like he certainly I could, guess, I guess. Yeah. I guess he could, but that just seems like an odd song choice for I don't know though maybe yeah um, or maybe it's just like it's all uh, maybe it's all subjective like everyone in hell hears a different song oh, see, 
again, it's kind of a blend. But how would you know? Green. Yeah, like, what if it was a song you never heard of? That, that's the thing, though, is that... Yeah, right, exactly. Well, and, like, all the people who, like, would be in hell from, like, way before Rihanna. Who don't know yeah. who the heck that is. Or even what that kind of music is, you know? Yeah. That would be weird to them. Yeah. So, maybe it was, like, a real experience. Maybe he saw it. Maybe he... he... But was he a priest? Before he that experience, or now he's a priest because of the experience. No, he was a Michigan-based priest that suffered a heart attack. So it was before. Not a very good priest. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> I only God, only God knows the relationship between but, a man's heart and, and God. Yes. So I agree with that. But you know, if, <laughs> I don't. I don't know this guy. But let's assume that he had a good relationship with God. He's a godly man. He has a wife, kids. He's a priest of a church. A, a good pastor, a good priest. I don't know. Let's just assume he's good. Yeah. And he's very loyal. Um, that seems kind of wild, you know. Yeah. Um, or maybe he's unloyal secretly, and he had this experience for a reason, and <laughs> yeah. God kind of, like, smacked him in the face. Yeah. Like, um, I want you to experience this, <laughs> you know, because you're you're – Maybe he's going against God. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, there could be a whole. I don't know. If, I've never. I haven't seen a TikTok video. I mean, we might could watch it, but. Um, yeah. But um, you know, there's there's so many different scenarios you could kind of think of and behind the scenes thing that you'll never know about. But kind of seems like a little bit of both to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it certainly came from somewhere, I I would guess. I feel like that with dreams, too. I mean, I, I, I mean dreams are dreams, but, I, I mean, they do come from somewhere, you know? No, man, but, dude, I've had the weirdest dreams that I've been, I would have never thought of. Yeah. You know, like, settings and people and... I think sometimes it's like your, uh, I think sometimes your subconscious is just, like, working sh stuff out in the background. Like, just so, just so you can keep going, like, in life. Like, just so you can wake up every day and then just keep going like nothing's happening. <laughs> I think sometimes your your subconscious just, like, takes it in and just deals it, deals with it through, deals through dreams. Deals it in a dream? Yeah. And it's just like, that's what keeps you sane. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think it has some kind of practical function. I think it has some kind of practical function. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I was listening to an interview of podcast um, today, yesterday. The guy was interviewing a exorcist, and apparently, I'm probably I, I, I don't want to claim I'm a hundred percent on the story because I'm just relaying it from I heard yeah. this other guy talk about it. But basically, this girl um, was talking about um, I guess she was a performer, singer, or something in some way. And she was like, I would do anything to be famous. I'd do anything to be famous. Ooh. And she had, like, a dream, and whereas she, like, basically made a deal with the devil, and he, like, cut her finger, and she had, like, signed a contract in her blood in the dream. And that girl was Rihanna, as she was riding an umbrella. <laughs> That's it, man. Full full connection all the way around. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know name. I don't know who okay. Um, but, um, it was, like, the, uh after she signed it in the dream it busted into flames and fell to ashes um and something else happened um 
But, um, oh, I know what it was. And so when she woke up, you know, the dream was over. But there was, like, a pile of ashes next to the bed, and her finger was cut. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, and so it was, like, literally making, I mean, making a deal with, with the devil, Satan. And so she gets what she wants, and she gets famous, and all this stuff. And uh, That's not a good sign. Yeah, so, like, it happens for her, right? It happens for her. And so then, uh, I, I guess she gets and some bad stuff, and she winds up in the hospital with some, um, uh, I don't know, with AIDS or something like that. You know, like, like a death, like a, like a, like a bad disease. Yeah. Um, and they bring in, like, an exorcist, and he, uh, I'm really putting all this in a, nut, in a nutshell. I'm really... Yeah. Or, like, you know, consolidating it. Um, I'm sure you can find it if you look it up. But anyway, he, they brought him in, and they had to, like, redo... I can't remember how they worded it. They had to, like, redo the contract. And she, like, had to sign it, and he blessed her and do whatever he had to do. And she, like, flatlines. And she, and she dies. And then, like, a few seconds or a few minutes later, she, like, wakes back up. Like, wakes back up. She's like completely healed. No disease. Not dying. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I mean, if that's all accurate, yeah. Apparently, it's a true story. I have to look it up to so if someone wants to fact check. Yeah, that's so hard, bro. That's so hard to believe. It's so hard for to believe, me. But apparently, it truly happened, and there was multiple witnesses because you have the exorcist and you have the nurses that were in the hospital, and you have the family, the mother that was there too like there's witnesses man I mean, yeah. all everybody wants to feel important though everybody wants to be a part of something like yeah I was there I saw it yeah and they go home because they, they just eat ice cream every night and get fat watching some sort of reality TV their life means nothing and then one thing happens we'll be all over it I don't know man I just it was in a, that was a, that was the story in a nutshell and after he told it I was like you hear I didn't look it up myself. I probably need to, but I just hadn't taken the time to. But I was like, you know what? Like, there's something to that. Like, as far as dreams. Yeah. You know, like I'm kind of like what you're saying. Like, understand the subconsciousness, maybe working through itself, or kind of you can have realizations and stuff in dreams. And I mean, even the Bible talks about multiple times angels or God speaking to people in their dreams. So. Yeah, it's interesting how in the Bible dreams are like. Play, there are a factor like that, and that they actually, in the Old Testament, interpreted dreams too. Mm-hmm. Like kings would have dreams, and they would need to have them interpreted, and they actually meant, you know, like they meant something. People could do that. Yeah. So it's crazy that we don't. There's that's not a thing in like our society right now. Yeah, uh, we don't do that anymore. We just wake up and we're like, oh, that was weird. And then yeah. We just go on. Bro, but have you, have you ever had? Have you ever had a dream though? Where maybe you acted like out of character for yourself, or something just kind of str- like really strange happened, and you wake up and you just feel like like off, yeah. and it's just like some sh- like you're like like did I actually like experience that? Because yeah, yeah that's weird to me that you feel like it something's does. like been downloaded. It's like what the right, f- but like I can't make a connection why I would think that. Yeah. <laughs> Like why that dream would happen? Like right. I don't know, maybe maybe there's no reason if you really dug deep, maybe you could do this. I just remember one dream recently specifically. Yeah. It's I can barely remember it, but I just remember I like somehow I fell into a body of water, 
and there was something in the water um and i was like laying on the floor of the body of water assuming it's the ocean and like i wanted to like get up and swim and i was gonna fight it like i was like i'm ready to roll but have you ever been like in a dream and you try to run you try to do something and like you can't move yeah in in the dream yes terrifying yeah okay well that's what was happening and so then i was like kind of screaming in the dream because i couldn't move because i was trying i was gonna i was gonna get up and fight i assume it's a shark or something you know yeah and and i woke up and um <laughs> my wife said that i was like she's like are you okay yeah, bro, I fucking know. I, like, I, like, <laughs> I just almost fucking drowned. <laughs> she was like, you were like moaning, like loud. Like, you were like in pain, like. Oh, wow. You know, physically out loud. And I don't do that. Like, I don't usually like talk yeah. in my sleep, or I don't like. I don't um, really move. I guess I move some in my sleep. I don't like snore really much or anything like that. Like, I don't, I don't do stuff like that in my. I don't have night terrors and stuff. And so that's why I really threw her off, because it was abnormal. She was like, and I can't yeah. make the connection why that would happen. You know? Yeah, man. I like, just you could time. arguably say that's a nightmare, only because like I couldn't move. Yeah, it was like a panic to it, almost. Yeah, and then I woke yeah. up, and like, I was, she said that I was like making noise physically. Um, and I know there's like different levels of sleep, um, and I don't, I can't remember what tier or whatever it is that like you have dreams because there's like a yeah. deep deep sleep where like you don't have dreams and there's like a second or third where you do like REM sleep is dreams or not I don't know yeah something but, like that but uh, we'll have to get into that but anyway trying to make the connection like I said I, I, I feel like that this guy it only sounds like a mix of like a reality that maybe but you know between God or Satan or whatever himself he went through that experience but also no one else could like see it yeah it, so yeah and, and I you know I think sometimes the dreams can mean certain things to certain people too and yeah. may, maybe God uses it or doesn't I don't know you know maybe maybe that was an experience that that guy needed to have for whatever reason you know yeah. but I I, cause I know a guy I know a guy who uh, you know, he didn't tell me the story directly. I heard it kind of like secondhand, thirdhand, or whatever. So, grand salt. But a, a kid uh, kind of grew up with he, uh, um, so a bunch of crap went down, and I don't think things were going very well um, for him. And uh, the story I heard was that he didn't, he had a dream that uh, he kept like. Uh, kept trying to do things like his way like he was trying to force it um and it all went, it always went badly and i don't know if like he I, I can't remember if the actual detail was like he would die and then go to hell and then just like keep doing that cycle but it was something like that and then uh and then eventually in the dream he started doing things he did it god's way and then it worked out like that was like at least the takeaway however however it happened that was the takeaway from him and so that was kind of like for him that was like a moment of like everything I'm doing is wrong so he kind of like shifted and whether that's like God's way of looking out or if it is just like your subconscious knows these things 
or if it's the Holy Spirit. You, like, there's a lot of ways to look at that. But the bottom line is that event, he took a certain way and it helped, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, it helped him kind of turn away from some stuff that wasn't good, so, you know, it kind of gave you, gave him that sort of motivation, I guess. But. Yeah, but, you know, again, like, what's the line between... It's a great question, man. <laughs> between, like, because I've had dreams where, like, it has people in it that I haven't seen, not only not seen in, like, five years, or ten yes. years, but, like, people I haven't even talked to, I haven't even thought about yeah. Five or ten years. Isn't that weird? In this dream. Why? Where did you come from? Bro, I had... And I don't know that that's like a sign, like what this guy went through, which you just explained. Yeah. I don't know how that... Why, like, why, how did my brain come up with that? <laughs> right. No, I get that, man. I I, I had I back-to-back dreams like a week or two apart. And the setup... Everything in it was different, but, like, the setup was the same. And it was with, like, it started with, like, the same family that I knew uh, in, like, high school. Or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I... By the way, I, I high, high school was, like, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the way. But, um... And I have no idea why. I, and I haven't talked to any of them in, like, a very long time. Yeah. So... It's super weird. Yeah. Why did my brain conjure you? Uh, weird, man. I don't know, man. It's so weird. weird. It's kind of annoying, to be honest with you. Because it's like, bro, like, just let it go. Like, whatever my subconscious is doing, it's just like, just... There's certain things we can just, like, not remember, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> there's certain people, there's certain... It's like, you can just let that go, man. Yeah. I'm not fussed yeah, about it. Yeah, I would love to never think about that again. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. That's um. What's interesting is that because I'm sure that we could find multiple stories of having like a hell of experience like that. Yeah. That's not what it looked like for them. It didn't look like people walking around like dogs with the chain right. and and all that stuff. It probably looks completely different. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, I'd be interested to know. I actually don't know what any descriptions of hell is like in the Bible. I mean, other than, like, you know, what is it, like, the lake of fire or whatever. Yeah. But I don't, I don't recall any of those details being in it. Um, <laughs> you know, so I tend to think maybe not. I, and I don't believe the people that say they, they've gone to heaven and they come back. I mean, I know that sounds maybe silly um, or bold, but I, the ones that I've heard of that were like they they kind of died and then they come back to life and they're like oh I saw heaven I don't think I believe that I, I don't think that that I don't I don't believe that that happened I believe that that happened uh, with like Lazarus in the Bible in that story mm-hmm. I don't know you know I have the faith in that because that story meant something and it was setting up a time period to show who Jesus was and to mimic and sort of like foreshadow 
his ability to resurrect. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us and stuff. So it's like yeah, that, it, that meant, yeah, that meant something, and it was recorded. So much where they know where the, the Bible. yeah, in the Bible, but, but so much where they know actually, they think they know where the the, the tomb actually is, like archaeologically. You know, like people have built churches on top of a site that is really close to the geographical location that's in the Bible for the tomb. So, mm-hmm. you know, so there, there's reason to believe that historically. Anyway. But then you take it in, in consideration to the importance of, of that. And then with these other people, though, that just like, you know, I think there was that one kid that said he died and he said he saw it and then he came back. And it's just like, man, you're a kid. What's the... What? What would be the point of that? And, and, and I just don't have the faith that there's like these errors in life and death. That it just like can haphazardly, you just like see heaven and then you're back. Yeah. I, I don't I don't feel like things are that haphazard. Yeah. You, you know? Maybe, maybe that's just my personal belief, but... Yeah. I mean, and maybe you make the argument that like you said, kind of more of opinion, personal yeah. belief, now that I'm thinking about it. It's like, once you're, like, if you, if God lets you, like, I don't know that God will let you go to heaven and then come back. I feel like he knows that you are going to be brought back, like revived. Like, yeah. if you, if I, if I fell out, right. and, and God knew that you know, medical attention and CPR and what have you is going to bring me back to life. And he knows I'm going to be on this earth longer. I don't know that. Yeah. I feel like once you go into heaven, like you're there to stay. I don't know. Right, unless there's a very specific. I could be wrong because I'm not God. I don't know God, but I just feel like like once you enter the gates of heaven, like you're there to stay. You're not going to enter the gates and then all of a sudden like. You're back, you know. <laughs> yeah, like a cartoon. Um, someone, yeah, someone revives you and you're back, you know. I feel like God knows that you have more time on this earth. So, but now, arguably, like the, the kid story you're talking about, that could be something similar to like what this guy. Um, right. Yeah. You know, maybe the kid saw, had a vision in that time of, of death or in that, you know, small, short period of. Um, you know, before he got, did, did he like pass out or did he? Duh, this do you is, remember what happened? Yeah, they made a movie about it. I think he was like, uh, yeah, I think he uh, fell or something. He got injured and he was dead for like a hot second. Okay. And it was like pretty concisive that he was dead and they brought him back mm. somehow. And that's why it's like kind of like this miracle. Mm-hmm. But. But, you know, again, I, you know, and then afterwards they're, like, asking him, like, showing him faces and stuff, and he said he saw Jesus or something, I think, if I remember correctly. But to me, it just, it doesn't fit in, like, there's no, yeah, again, maybe. I mean, the only, the only way I could see it, like, being beneficial is if, like, he, he was given, he was gifted that vision, and now he won't ever forget about it. For the yeah. Rest of his life, and he will commit the rest of his life, making sure others have that same um, promise, everlasting life. 
you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, that could be, that could be a. Well, yeah, that could be a yeah. True, it could be, but I don't know if it's like, you know, is a vision. Is that like? Again, is that much different from a dream, or is it the, is it the like he was really there? Right. You know, I don't think he was... You know, like, that's my personal opinion. I, I think, like... So they're saying, like, his soul went to heaven and then came back. Yeah. Uh, maybe. You know, I don't want to... I don't want to... Yeah. against what maybe God has done, but... <laughs> well, I kind of want to look at it from all perspectives. Yeah. Can. Well, I agree, but... Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... In the day, I have to believe something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would say that that, um, you know, like I said, like with the guy seeing hell and then, um, it's a different reality as far as like, Escape right here, reality. right now, you know, like I can see it right here and, yeah. it, you know, you can see through the camera, you can see my hand, you know, like we can't see or experience what he experienced. Yeah. You know, um, it's we true. can only go off of what he says that he saw which may be true and maybe that what there was a reason for that no matter who it came from yeah but it's just kind of on a different level yeah and not to change the topic too dramatically but it's it's kind of like that's kind of like the ghost thing as well people you know people mm -hmm. say they they have these like experiences with ghosts and stuff it's like that can only be true for that person because they can't explain it in any way, you know. And so it's like it's like there's people. It's like everybody who believes in ghosts has had some sort of experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's everybody else who who falls into like maybe or maybe not. Like that's what it seems like to me, and I just I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I think this is what that is, but. Yeah. The go that'll be a, that'll be a subject for a different, but yeah, the go I see what you're saying as far as the ghost thing. Well, yeah, as far as just like you have that experience, so that's like true. You know what I mean? Like you can't come to grips with it any other way. Same with the dream. So I get it. Yeah. You know. So. All right. Well, this is fun. It was. Did we do it? How long have we been rolling? A while, right? Probably yeah. probably an hour. I can't so, tell. Yep, an hour and two minutes. Cool. Um, I should have said this at the beginning of the video. Part of the reason that we're doing the uh, what, what, what? video call is because it's a little bit more convenient um, in some cases. We're still going to do it live together like we used to, but um, in order to keep the consistency going, depending on schedules and um, different, like I said, obligations, priorities, and such, we will continue to do this um, to keep the consistency. So, um, we right. thank you for tuning into the Theoretically Podcast with Stuart Wilkins and Peyton Hutchins. Peyton, do you have any closing thoughts or, or comments? No, that's fantastic, Stuart. All right, I great. love everything you um, said. Alright, tune in next week. We'll, we'll, uh, we don't know what's happening. Yes, next week. It'll mm -hmm. be good. So. <laughs> it will be theoretical. 